0: book recos between the pages i'm jess and i'm lauren and we're the pals behind book recos this is the podcast where we
1: chat all things books and just about everything in between and we recently read bad choices by lucy vine and loved it so much that we needed to bring it to the pod it's a story of two best friends so that's unsurprising but having just celebrated
0: international friendship day we thought this would be the perfect episode to give some other echoes of books
1: with fantastic friendships Got some gorgeous ones coming your way, guys. <laughs> I really look forward to our first podcast episode of the month because it means we get to gush about our favorite reads of the month. Before, Lauren, tell me what was your favorite read of July?
0: Hands down, it was Fault Lines by Emily atami Oh, the one with the roses on it. Well, yes, exactly. It's the one that Chrissy recommended me when I first went into Book yes. Bar, and it's about a our protagonist Mizuki is a Japanese housewife, and she has a very hardworking husband and two very adorable children, and lives in a beautiful apartment in Tokyo. And on paper, she has everything a woman could want, yet sometimes she wonders whether it would be more fun to throw herself off the high-rise balcony than spend oh, sure. another evening not talking to her husband or hanging up the laundry. And one night she meets a man called Kayoshi, I think is how you pronounce it, his name. And he's a very successful restaurateur. And... She sort of refines herself again when she meets him and they sort of fall into this really beautiful love story and she starts living almost two lives and two existences and it was just such a brilliant
1: book. That sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, it was just really interesting to read a perspective of a woman who supposedly has everything but actually she's deeply unhappy and her relationship is sort of falling apart and she gets really stressed by the um, expectations of motherhood and just like the silly things that she like has to go through on a day-to-day basis with her kids and like just how stressful being a mother is. And her husband doesn't really understand the pressures that he's she's under every day and sort of thinks that her she lives the life of Riley while he is like the breadwinner bringing in the money and working all hours of, day, of the day and night while she's looking after the children. So it's just a really refreshing narrative to consider the realities of motherhood like we spoke about in our last episode. But also the way she... Starts like finding the vigour of life again through this other through this man and the sort of path it takes her on so were you pro affair yeah I was oh yeah and I don't think it's a spoiler to say that her husband has had affairs over the years as well so I didn't really feel too sorry for him no he had it coming yeah and there's <laughs> it, the the ending's really really beautiful and i won't give it away because it would be a spoiler but oh, it was yeah five star hands down i couldn't put it down oh
1: i'm really glad you loved it mm. i am i remember like hearing how excited chrissy was i'm glad that it's like it is universal it's not just like that it was her kind of book and yeah. she loved it yeah so what was your best book of july jess I had a really great reading month and loads of amazing books, but I know I can only <laughs> choose
0: one. Oh god, um, yeah.
1: But scroll back on our Insta to the last month because we had like so many top recos last month. month. Um, but I have to talk about Candice Brathwaite's new book, Sister Sister. Hmm. Didn't think about this being difficult to talk about on the podcast, but it's spelled Sister with an A S I S T A and then Sister. Sister, mm-hmm. and that's important because the book is for her sisters who are fellow Black women. And I read it as a sister. This mm-hmm. <laughs> is really difficult because I'm not I'm not Black. So I, and she makes a point right at the beginning about how this is a book for the sisters, and everyone else is a supporting part. We're not the main part for once. Tokes. It's not for us to like. You know, we're still encouraged to read it, but it's not for, for us. You. Yeah, and. Rightly so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think she she like won't explain certain things, so she talks about her specific hair type, for example, and she doesn't then give you a chart of all the different hair types because the black women reading it will know, mm-hmm. so that's for me to go away and find out that sort of stuff, um, but she explores so many topics, there's um, a topic on friendship, there's money, colourism, family... there's there's a manifestation chapter we love it yep and this manifestation (laughs) chapter got through to me (laughs) um but like in a new way because you pointed out my white privilege and like i bloody well can think of what i want to happen and it will be like 10 times more likely to happen for me as a white woman so i thought her spin on it was really refreshing Mm. um and like she writes herself checks with specific amounts from brands at the beginning of the year and then sees if over the year like she'll get partnerships of that amount i thought that was really cool um and like the opening Mm. chapter is about hair like i just mentioned and i read it having just in the news that day read that only now in 2021 has it been um, made mandatory for UK hairstylists to be trained in cutting and styling Afro hair? Mm. So to then read a whole chapter about it, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Only now in 2021. <sighs> so do you see why this book has stayed with <laughs> Oh my <laughs> God, <with me>. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sounds
1: incredible. Yeah. And, and You really liked her last book though as well, I didn't you? I loved I Am Not Your Baby Mother. It was so, so good. And it gave me so much to think about, but it was like written in a really readable way. She's great, she can do no wrong And, oh, I think I said this in the last episode She's brought out a podcast now called Sister, Sister Mm. And the first episode (laughs) She won't believe me She interviews Pandora Sykes (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 and It's about friendship So it really, perfectly links With what we want to discuss today Yes
0: Well, shall we get into it then? Let's do it
1: Okay, so Bad Choices by Lucy Vine is so fabulous. Lauren, hit it with the synopsis.
0: Natalie and Zoe meet crying in the school bathrooms and realise it's both of their birthdays today. And from then on, they become the best of friends and are completely inseparable. And the book spans across many years. And each time we meet them on their birthdays and see what they're doing in their lives and how their friendship has evolved since the previous year. There are many ups and downs and along the way and it is hilarious and we've got a little snippet of the audiobook to share with you, which will give you a little bit of insight into the chaos of this book.
2: Lower, lower, oh my god that feels so good. Zoe moans in pleasure and I want to laugh but it hurts too much. Now you do me, I croak, unable to raise my voice above a husky whisper. Everywhere, on my face. No, no, Nat, not yet. Please don't stop doing me yet. She whimpers, looking at me pleadingly. I'm literally begging you, just a little bit more. Come on, you know I need it more than you. She starts to cry for no reason, and so I start to cry too. But then I realise no actual tears are coming out. I'm too dehydrated. No, it's my turn. I wail bitterly and she relents, still weeping softly. With all her strength, Zoe leans forward, reaching for the garden hose and aiming it at my face. Oh my God, the sweet, sweet relief. The joyful cooling effect of the freezing cold water immediately obliterates all other feeling. All other bad feeling. I lie there on the cool grass, soaking wet, feeling nothing but the cold water blasting my face. And nothing has ever been better, ever. For those few blissful seconds, my blood-curdling, mind-altering monster hangover has gone. Can you do me now? Zoe begs again, lowering the hose. That wasn't a full minute, I shout, immediately furious. Then I wince because the searing head pain returns with full force. You two are going to get Legionnaire's disease, Mum's dry voice says from somewhere nearby and I try to look up but it's too painful to move my neck. Natalie, you know we haven't used that hose in years. Oh Mum, I mumble, thank God it's you, you have to help us, save us please. I start to cry again, the emotions are all too much please please can you spray us both with the water we're in such a bad way it looks like your 21st was fun then she says riley and i can hear the smile even though i can't open my eyes just yet what are you even doing out here tell me you two didn't sleep in the front garden oh it's so good and it's so clever isn't it i just
1: i love their friendship and i just I thought it was really clever that we only see them once a year but we're immediately brought up to speed and, like, obviously so much has happened but we don't feel like we've missed out. Oh, did you have a favourite birthday of theirs? Oh, that's a good question.
0: Um, well, they're two very funny gals, aren't they? We love them. And just flicking through my copy of the book. Oh, here we go. On, um, so it's 2006. So they had this in this... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like they do it every year. Tradition. Tradition. Yeah, thanks. They have this tradition where they go to Pizza Express on their birthdays every year, and this one year they're um, they're having a big party, but beforehand they go to Pizza Express.
1: Side note: I really miss Pizza Express. Oh, bring them back. Yeah, they I really. Be closing down. I need Apollo Adastra. Yeah, I'm veggie,
0: and I still need Apollo Adastra. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, and this bit really just made me laugh, like. I can't remember how old they are when they're in 2006, but they're maybe, like, 15, 16, and they're talking about how they're in a posh restaurant, and, like, shh, we're in Pizza Express. You can't say that. (laughs) Um, And there's this one part where they both talk about shoes and socks, and it just really made me laugh. And I think it's... um, natalie who says i really feel like the shoe and sock industry are just in it together don't you think (laughs) it's a conspiracy nat the shoes and sock industry are screwing us meanwhile the good people of this world in hat production are just lightly suggesting we can wear one thing on our head or not even anything if we don't feel like it and i just it did get me thinking though you know
1: i was like do we need socks do we need shoes
0: is it all a conspiracy? <laughs> yeah. um, oh. It just really tickled me, and, and lots of the book tickled me for yeah. similar reasons yeah. like that. What about you?
1: What okay, my favorite, favorite birthday? birthday? Okay, mine. Oh, I, yeah, mine was the um, 2014 birthday, which is slightly more civilized because something slightly upsetting has happened to one of them in like the last year, and so they go for a dinner with their families. Um, And it's really lovely. They've just, you know, they're all around there and they're a stage in their life as well where they are adults and but feel like it's way too late to change their careers and they need to have it all figured out, which they're still really young at that age. So it's obviously not true, but we've all felt like that. Mm. Um, And I also loved it because it had one of my favorite quotes that made me laugh out loud, which was, I don't want to date Ross. People called Ross should only ever date people called Rachel.
0: <laughs> oh, my God,
1: yes. And so
0: true. So true. <laughs> Can't have a Ross without Rachel. Um, and that brings us really nicely onto the topic of nostalgia in this book, yeah. of which there was plenty. What a trip down memory lane it was. Oh, it really was just, like, talking about, you know, mentioning Twitter
1: um, and when the iPhone came iPhone out, cam- when came Obama out. came into president, yeah. M S N, and it was like she picked one thing from that year to make sure she mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Two times. And Traverse. it's when
0: sorry when I say Twitter, it's when Twitter first came out. And yeah, they were like two hundred and forty characters. Make that will never take off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and hello, yeah. social media. Um, it's like Lucy Vine makes a point of associating, like you said, every year with a popular trend or news story, so you can really pin it in time. Yeah, and it's I remember so if, what you were doing at that exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. it becomes such a visceral,
1: visceral experience. Yeah, yeah, I was still so. You know, she t- takes the topical thing from that year, and yet I was still shocked when their final birthday is mentioned in 2020, and that it was in the pandemic. I was like, "Oh God!" But I like, gonna obviously, that's you about this. Like, yeah, that's kind of what we're all associating 2020 with. I so don't know why I was shocked, but it also it still had a nostalgic feel because they're talking to each other on Zoom, Zoom and I was like, "God, do you remember when we all had quizzes on Zoom every week?" Like that God, already R. is RIP. Let it. Let but like that, that is now put. a nostalgic memory is, because we're yeah. out the other end of it. Like it's yeah. like it was only a year ago, but I was already like, oh my god, like yeah, straight back in that place. Yeah, I was going to ask you what how you felt
0: about the book finishing in the pandemic because I guess it's something we kind of have to get used to now. It's like this massive part yeah. in history and world affairs that it's probably going to be in more and more
1: books mentions yeah. of it. It's kind of like nine nine eleven. Yeah, after that happened it was like so heavily associated with so world. many films and books and everything. Yeah. Really
0: interesting. Um but like you say it was just done so poignantly and it was the perfect ending to finish Yeah, the it was, the it was. It yeah. sort of
1: brought us Because much you my know face. how close they are, you know they'll be missing each other so exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, and they're like their friendship is so Special. So Zoe is like the slightly more serious one of the two, mm. just because Natalie is like such a drama queen, <laughs> like in in a really good way. Like yeah. she just wants to have a really exciting life, and she's she's also a bigger size than Zoe, and as a result, like her confidence she's got some confidence issues yeah. basically. And I have to say, my but, favorite thing was that Natalie feels so lucky and like almost indebted to have Zoe as her friend because she I didn't really know. have any, but Zoe. Actually, feels lucky and indebted to know Natalie yeah. because she's so unique and wonderful. So their ba- their friendship just totally balances out they because are. they're so obsessed with each other. I know to the point that in the book,
0: some of their relationships yeah. bring it up. Like, you guys, you need space. Like, yeah. you're you've so got dependency issues, dependent <laughs> on each other. But you mentioned um, Zoe's weight. Have I said the right yeah. character? Yeah. No, Natalie's no weight. Natalie's weight. Um, and I thought. That was actually really interesting because at the beginning of the book when they meet when they're 13 Natalie is really confident in her body and she says I don't mind being a bit chubbier because I eat really nice chocolate and my parents my mum's a bit chubbier and my mum's best friend Sue is a bit chubbier (laughs) oh my god we haven't even talked about her mum and Sue I know (laughs) But that sort of self-conscious attitude she has sort of evolves as she gets older, as it does for many women. Yeah. So I just thought it was really, um, really sad to see how that yeah. sort of,
1: she picked that up later on in life. Yeah, it was like Natalie's sad moments are really sad. They are. But then she'll come up with some absolute chestnuts, like how when she um, mixed up hash brownies and hash browns. Oh God. And she thought she that thought she'd she taken drugs before but she'd just eaten potatoes. That's <laughs> so good. She has such a good balance as a character. Loved her. Loved her so um, much. Another um, great quirk yeah. of um, Natalie's is that she's got a list of Oh my god, names. I was about to say this. So she, she wants to have a more exciting name than she currently has and we, she says it at the beginning and she'll like find new names throughout the whole thing. So Lauren, what would your exciting name be? I feel like she had she called herself Roxy at one point.
0: Didn't would you she? go for Roxy? Oh, what would my yeah. exciting name be?
1: Oh, That's anything far more interesting. Him. I mean she's been working on her list her whole life, so it's fine if you just come up with one now and it's not the one you choose when you get to change your name on. <laughs> okay, I need to think about this. Can you go first? Okay. I haven't thought of my first name, yeah. but I for sure know that my surname would be Cadbury because I think everyone would just buy me Cadbury for my birthday and I love chocolate. I feel like they do that anyways, Jess. But imagine if it was my name. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mm. and I feel like I'd probably get free tickets to Cadbury World. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Probably would, passage. Also the Cadbury family are mega loaded (laughs) with my being part of their family. (laughs) Um, First name, I don't know. Like Valentine or something romanticized, like a made up character, yeah. I remember when we were growing up you wanted to be called Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. That was like your go to. I'm pretty sure that my name on my Hotmail account is still L <laughs> Woods. God, I'm so excited for Legally Blonde 3. What? Yes. They're doing Legally Blonde 3. I did not see that. Well, me, L Woods, knew. <laughs> As you would. Have you had time to think of your name yet?
0: Oh my god, Jess, I just can't. There's too many options. Okay. Loopers back. Will you fill all us right. all in on
1: Instagram when you've had a little thing?
0: Yeah, sure. It's a serious issue changing your name. But
1: you can, you know, it's just a little list. You don't have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be fine it's with It's a your big list. deal. <laughs> Put me on the spot like that. <laughs> Shall we um, give a reco each of a book with another friendship that we loved? I think that's a great idea. Shall I go first?
0: Go for it. So I'm currently reading It's Been a Pleasure,
1: Noni Blake. Yes, I need to read this. I've got my copy too.
0: Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, yay. Oh, okay. So much fun. And it really, it's a very similar vibe and energy to Bad Choices. Oh, okay. So going from one to the other, highly recommend it. If like you're in that rhythm and Mm. you want something that's quite lighthearted and... Um, and fun to read so Noni Blake didn't, so it's about Noni Blake who finds herself in her sort of early 40s to be starting over oh sorry in her, she's at the age of 36 she finds herself starting over mm-hmm. she's newly single um, and 18 months after the end of her long term relationship she decides it's to, it's time to start living her life again and instead of making a bucket list she makes a fuck it list of all the people in her past who she really wishes she slept with but didn't and she sort of like goes back and gets in touch with the guy who sold her pills at uni who she thought was really fit and she dates a firefighter and it's all about her like finding her confidence again and embracing her new single life and i'm only like that far into it at the moment um and she also decides to travel europe so she lives in australia so in australia she pauses her life as a teacher and Heads off to Europe for a fun summer. Oh, so you're now in Europe with I'm her? I'm now in Europe and it's very fun, let me tell you that.
1: Okay,
0: I'm excited. It's really funny. She's a very funny character. Very, She'd get on right well with Nat and
1: Zoe. Okay. Okay, I can't wait to start it. I need to do that. <laughs> you need to do that. Um, okay, well, my reco... Um, like when I think of fabulous friendships one that immediately pops to mind is The Split by Laura Kay which from the name it sounds like it's going to be like some kind of Mm. rom-com but it's so much more than that it's literally about friendship it's about these two best friends Ali and Jeremy who are now close personal friends of mine Mm. Ali um, has been dumped by her girlfriend, so she heads back home to move in with her dad, and there she reunites with Jeremy, who was her childhood friend, and he has just been broken up with by his boyfriend, and so like they were never really overly close as children, and they haven't spoken in years, but they're both recently going through a breakup, and I think I think like her dad is so sweet, but I think because she's gay and he knows Jeremy's gay, he's like, why don't you call Jeremy and you guys can hang out, <laughs> and oh they're so they're just such good friends and like because they're both going through the same thing like they end up signing up to a half marathon together and they're like training for that and they send each other hilarious voice notes and I like felt like I was listening to the voice notes like it's it's really really good I so please don't be put off if you ever see the book and you think oh I'm not in the mood for a rom-com it's so not it's Mm. literally it's a book about friendship and it's um modern and funny and if like me you're really struggling with marathon training it might even inspire you to go out for a bloody run (laughs) (laughs) i love that and i should
0: say actually as well it's been a pleasure noni blake is um an lgbtq plus story as well so Noni is a gay woman well i think she might be a bisexual woman and her best friend is a gay man and oh my god which, it's like Anna right so which is well i just thought i'd mention it um and so yes it's just such a beautiful friendship between i forget the her best friend's name you're currently reading the book i can't remember <laughs> these things jessica it begins with an l um but yeah it's really beautiful beautiful friendship
1: okay Some top records for you today. Um, As always, if you read any of those, let us know. We love to hear if other people agree with us. We love it. If you don't, don't let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Today's Books That Matter unboxing is just coming to you from Jess. Um, But it's okay because I'm so excited about it that I definitely have enough enthusiasm for both of us. Guys. The theme is hot book summer. Bloody love that. And the book, I can confirm, is amazing. I read it recently. It's His Only Wife by P. Sadzo Medi. And it's such a good, easy read. Perfect for summer. And it's a Reese's Book Club pick. So obviously it's going to be great. Um, It's the paperback version, which isn't out until October. So you are going to be getting it early. Amazing. Um... But that's not all because obviously it's full of amazing goodies and the goodies are designed to give you like the perfect summer reading experience regardless of what your situation is. So even if you're still staying inside or if you are going out and about, they've got a little something for everybody. So starting off with, let me get it. A gorgeous face mask which I'm really excited about because I've realized recently that all my face masks have a festive theme from all the winter lockdowns so now I can switch out reindeers for this gorgeous floral print which matches the bookmark of the month as well we love um, there's also a magazine it's a magazine by um, Ayla, and I've never heard of the Ayla magazine before but it's so gorgeous to look at it's full of really empowering articles just amazing artwork um, so yeah, I hadn't heard of it, and now I'm really excited that like I get the opportunity to read it for like such an affordable price with so many other lovely things and now, maybe I'll become a a, a constant reader. It's really gorgeous, okay, I'm a bit excited about this next one as a bit of a tote bag lover. this is one of those like meshy net ones, which I feel like. If I wore it, it maybe makes me look like I shop at Whole Foods and I'm so fancy that I don't mind showing you what's in my bag. So I'm very excited about that. I've no idea what they're actually called string bags. That sounds a bit more official. Okay, last one is particularly helpful for me personally. It's the Bloom and Blossom Spritzy Toes Revitalizing Leg and Foot Spray. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I'm running the marathon and I'm training in the summer, which usually isn't the norm. and so. I'm going to need a bit of this Britzy toes revitalization when I take off my sweaty trainers. (laughs) but it can actually be used all over your body and it smells divine. I told you, they thought of everything. So if you would like your own August box, then there are two ways to enter. I'm going to pretend to be Lauren. If like me, (laughs) I'm not going to bother. If, like Lauren, you get your podcast on Apple, then subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and make sure you use your Instagram handle as your nickname on the review. But if, like me, Jess, you listen on Spotify or anywhere else, then follow the podcast and share a screenshot on your Instagram stories and tag at Book Echoes if you can count your entry that way. Entries will be open all month long and we'll announce the winner on our Instagram, but if you're listening to this at a later date, then that's okay, we'll enter you into win the current month's box at that time.
0: only the world
1: to us yep and of course you can share it with your reading buddy to listen to and if you want any book recommendations you can follow us on instagram at book repos. see you next week we'll be here